Hello, I'm Solazar, and welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, Tools for Transformation. Now, quantum physics tells us that we are all energy vibrating at different frequencies, and in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. We're your source for everyday alchemy, so you can take the lead in your life and turn it into gold. Good Vibrations Radio is made possible through the sponsorship of Magic for Life, the promoter-producer of the Rhoda Psychic Fair. Now, the Rhoda Psychic Fair has been a constant in the Monterey County for the past 34 years. Our last fair was October 21st and 22nd of 2017, and our next event is October 13th and 14th at the Monterey County Fairground. I encourage you to sign up for the email list on rhodapsychicfair.com and goodvibrationsradio.com so you can be notified about the upcoming event. Last week, Dr. Arnie Buss shared his Speaking of Listening segment, giving us tips on interpersonal communication skills. If you missed any part of that broadcast, you can visit the podcast page of Good Vibrations Radio. The link is right on the homepage of the Good Vibrations Radio website. Before we get into the show, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm a speaker, performer, reader, a healer, a radio host, and an author. I've been a part of the metaphysical community all my life, and my undergraduate and graduate degrees are in metaphysics. This show shares a variety of metaphysical subjects offered by those who have explored those areas in more detail. For those who listen regularly, You know I like to start each show with a reading from Day by Day with James Allen. Now, in 1903, James Allen published his essay, As a Man Thinketh, and he chose the title from chapter 23, verse 7 of Proverbs, which says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It was described by Allen as a book that will help you help yourself. See, Allen wanted all of us to know that in your own thought world, You hold the key to every condition, good or bad, that enters into your life. Your present reality is a direct outcome of your past thoughts, intentions, and beliefs. But your future is not predestined by your past. By working patiently and intelligently on your thoughts, intentions, and beliefs, you can remake your life and transform your circumstances. In Day by Day with James Allen, his essay has been broken into a separate section for each day of the month. For the 18th day of the month, James Allen shares definitely directed thought. All achievements, whether in the business, intellectual, or spiritual world, are the result of definitely directed thought. You know, there's the story of 15-year-old John Goddard. He was inspired to create a list of his life goals, and he created an original list 
of 127 life goals. He's accomplished 109 of those original goals, plus 300 others that he set along the way. He's climbed the Matterhorn. He's climbed Mount Ararat, Kilimanjaro, Fiji, Rainier, the Grand Tetons. He retraced the route of Marco Polo through all of the Middle East, Asia, and China. He was the first man to explore the whole length of the world's longest river, the Nile. He boated down the Amazon, the Congo, and many others. He's been to 120 countries. He explored the underwater reefs of Florida, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. He's explored the Red Sea. He visited the Great Wall of China, the Okefenokee Swamp in Georgia, and the Everglades of Florida. He's flown 47 different types of aircraft. He set several civilian airspeed records, including one at 1,500 miles an hour. He flew an F-106 to an altitude of 63,000 feet, making him the only civilian to pilot an aircraft that high. It's a record he still holds. But think of the point. Maybe it's a while since you were 15, and maybe coming up with 127 life goals is a bit intimidating at this point. But how about 10? How much would the quality of your life improve if you accomplished just one life goal in each of the next 10 years? You won't know if you don't start, and you don't just write them down. More than one of more than being one of the greatest adventurers the world has ever known, Goddard is an incredibly wise person. If you really know what you want out of life, it's amazing how opportunities will come to enable you to count them out. And keep in mind, John Goddard is not a wealthy man. He's an average man. He sets his goals, he focuses on his goals, and he uses definitely directed thought. All achievements, whether in the business, intellectual, or spiritual world, are the result of definitely directed thought. Often in our life, we wake up and the first thing that hits us in the morning is the worry about what the day is going to bring. I've shared many times that I have a series of prayers and affirmations I use each day to help me focus. I do a gratitude affirmation every morning and every evening. I do morning and evening series of forgiveness prayers. I do Ho'oponopono, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. I do unconditional love affirmations, and I collect a positive thought from the Daily Word produced by the Unity School of Christianity. And the Daily Word for Monday, June 18th says, Surrendering all, I open to the free-flowing energy of spirit. This is allowing you to continue your, to focus your awareness in the present moment, gently breathing in and out, and not allowing what presents itself to you to become the stressor by going into thoughts of, how's that going to impact me tomorrow? What do I need to worry about now? All tension subsides as you allow yourself to open to the free-flowing energy of spirit and be in this moment, breathing in and breathing out. 
So as we go forward, remember, definitely directed thought. All achievements, whether in the business, intellectual, or spiritual world, are the result of definitely directed thought. And while you're at it, surrender all, open to the free-flowing energy of spirit. And that brings us to our segment for today. This is a replay of the June 4th segment with Kirilani. Now, Kirilani is a healer and expert in vibrational numerology, palmistry, tarot, and a bridge of lights. Kirilani is also an alchemist with essential oils, teas, and color, providing custom essential oil blends and hand-dyed silk scarves to empower the personal vibrations of her clients. Her unique fusion consultations bring great insights and transformation. She provides her unique Go With The Flow segment the first Monday of every month, 5 to 6 p.m. here on Good Vibrations Radio. This is a replay of June 4th segment when Kirilani shares the energy for the month of June. And next week, we'll have Joyce Day Muse who will share the astrology as we close out June and head into July. So let's welcome Kirilani and her Go With The Flow. Well, thanks, Selazar. And here we are, already up to June in this beautiful year of 2018. So let's first uh, set the context, because I think it's a, it's a good thing to do when we get at different checkpoints of the year. And here we only have, hmm, today is the fourth, right? So we have a little over three cycles of nine, a little less than three cycles of nine, um, of days left in this creative cycle of 2018. Now, 2018 is a year about unconditionality. It's traditionally, in numerology, the energy of the Christ consciousness. But in this first year of that energy, during limitlessness, we are uplifting that energy beyond some of the limitations that were placed um, on that vibration. So it's uplifting it beyond suffering, beyond sacrifice, beyond the need to be the victim and the martyr. And in this year, it's been the universe has been coming through, sweeping through our lives, and helping shine the pl- flashlight on where are we playing those roles? Where are we choosing to be the victim or the villain or the martyr or choosing to suffer, or choosing to sacrifice ourselves or others. This is the time in every moment, in every choice, to say, are we going to choose a new way of being in the world, or are we going to keep digging the ruts a little bit deeper in those old patterns that really were not that fun and really do not serve us to have a joyful life? So as Solzar was talking about in the beginning, Our thoughts, our beliefs, our feelings, they create our future. What are we choosing to invest in? And June is always a good time to do a little bit of a recalibration and check in with ourselves and say, what has this year looked like for us? This year that was meant to be about unconditional love and hope and trust and faith and inspiration, what has it been for you? Because that will give you 
a lot of insight into how to spend the next three weeks. This is the time of year where we plant seeds, where we spin dreams, where we allow the vision for our life to flesh out and become colored in a way that brings it to life. This is the time of great creativity and co-creation with the divine. So in June, we have this whole month that's all about expanding those seeds that we've planted already in this year. All the dreams and desires serve as those seeds. So in June, it's almost like you took the seeds, you put them in the ground, and June we're putting fertilizer on the seeds that we want to nurture and nourish and have expand and thrive. So when we only have a few weeks left, it's an opportunity to look at your life as a garden and say, what seeds have I already planted? What seeds did I forget that are still sitting in the package on the shelf and they never got into the earth? This is the time to say, are they important to me? Are those dreams and desires just a daydream, just a fantasy that's going to stay out there? Or is there something that I'm willing to put my action behind? Something I'm willing to put my passion, my energy, my motivation, my uh, maybe a little bit of elbow grease behind? If I'm willing to do that, there's much more chance for them manifesting in my life than if they're just kind of this nice-to-have, airy-fairy thing. So June is a month of action. It's a month to take steps toward that dream, toward that desire, toward that goal. And they don't have to be giant steps. They can be baby steps. They can be anything that's a little bit, uh, it's got to be a little practical, I think, at this point, <laughs> Um, to get the energy flowing is a positive step to take in this first month month of June. First month, first week of June. Because June is all about being willing to change and taking those practical actions to change and do things differently. And sometimes you don't even have to know how I'm going to do it differently. It's just the being willing to. And then the universe will meet you halfway. There may be new people that come into our life. There may be opportunities that we didn't think of. Just in changing our regular patterns to try something different because June is kind of a fun month. It's that month, think back to when you were a kid. You get out of school. You have freedom. There's an exhilaration that comes with June of saying, the sun is out. Let's go play. We actually have the feeling of summer for the first time on the central coast, I think, that we've had all year. Use that energy to help be that momentum, be that uh, flow of energy to uplift you, to uh, bring the wind underneath your wings, to get moving. So this is a month to explore. So whether it's going down to the beach and going for a walk on a different path than you've gone to before or trying a new restaurant or uh, reaching out to someone you haven't done something with before and say, let's go explore, let's go find something new, let's make life an adventure. Because as we do that, we grow, we change. And June, if nothing else, is about embracing change. 
So if you find yourself clinging to the old ways of doing things, stop and breathe and say, what am I willing to try different? What am I willing to try new? June also brings the energy um, that, because it's a, a five energy, it brings in the five senses, the five bodies, the five elements. So as we look at these last few weeks that we have to work with the creative energy, working with those elements, working with your senses to tie to whatever these dreams and desires are that you have in your life adds to the power of your creation. So if we look at some of the vibrational tools you can work with to align to this energy of June, we have uh, for aromatherapy and flower essences, lemon, which is very uplifting. Now, lemon is an interesting one. I think it's uh, one very accessible. You can, you can use fresh lemon or get the lemon essential oil. Lemon helps us with focus. And in a month, it's going to go really quick. That five energy is very fast moving. Um, it's like a little bit like a windstorm. So if you um, need to get a lot done, lemon is a good thing to work with. You can just squeeze it in your water. You can put it in a diffuser. Um, it helps with focusing on what's important in the next moment. So you can fit more into the day. Cardamom, great oil for really letting go of um, any inner anger issues, any overwhelm you get from intense emotions. If you get kind of emotionally chalked up or you have a hard time expressing your emotions, they're very inwardly focused, um, or they come out in anger, cardamom is a really powerful one to work with for transformation. And then um, kumquat, surprisingly, is a really powerful one for uh, uplifting and providing more cheer in your life. So those are some of the aromatherapy um, and also sage. So sage is a good cleansing. So whether you smudge with it or you can get it in essential oil, all of those are great ones to work with. Um, if you're not familiar with essential oils, give me a call. I would love to share more about the doTERRA oils. They are, they are harvested in a way that are very much in balance with the planet and honor everyone in, uh, from those who grow the different herbs and plants that go into the essential oils to how they're harvested uh, and brought to you. So... They're very pure, beyond organic, and uh, very potent for spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical work. So the colors you can work with in June, I love, my favorite ones, are pink and raspberry and sepia. And then some of the stones that you can get um, that help just connect you to that energy is carnelian, blue lace agate, and chrysocolla. So I like working with the stones. Either I'll wear a pendant or I may have a little pocket stone or have a stone that I bring and have on my desk. And uh, I realized I have this um, egg that's carnelian. And people will come in and they'll sit down at the desk and they'll just pick up the stone and start 
playing with it and pass it from hand to hand. And when they do that, they're helping to calibrate their bodies to that energy for the month. So um, all very helpful tools, practical tools to work with, because the more we're in alignment with the pulse point of the energy, the more we can go with the flow of the energy and use that energy versus trying to swim upstream or fight against it. Right now, um, the knee, there's a, there's a benefit to conserving and our focusing our energy on that which is going to bring us what delights us versus just you know dealing with putting up with things or really fighting it because that's dissipating our energies. So those are some of the tools we have to work with. And we've got a lot of really powerful energy days as we go through June. Um, in this year, that's all about that cosmic conscious energy, that energy of inspiration, of love and light and truth and life force. Uh, there's a lot of power going on. And uh, yesterday was a big power portal day. We have a series of these that go throughout June that almost um, are pearls on a strand that are strung together that carry that vibration through most of the whole month. So they, it started yesterday. Uh, the last one happens June 24th. But it's this consistent opening of new beginnings. So when we talked about June being all about change, that power of change sweeping through your life, if you're one of those people that really doesn't like change, it's time to get with the program. Because if you spend all your energy clinging to the banks of the river, you just exhaust yourself. It's time to let go and embrace your freedom and that freedom that comes with being willing to change, being willing to let go of what you thought was true, what you thought was right, and find a new truth. Allow yourself to be reinvented in each moment. And as we do that, it, we give permission to the universe and our soul to open to things that are even better than what we might have been holding on to and clinging to from the past. The other series of energy that flows through the month, um, aligning with many of those same portal openings of new beginnings, is the master lover's energy. And this is asking us to look inside, to take our divine feminine, which represents our creative aspects of ourself, and our divine masculine, which is our manifesting aspects of ourself. And whether you're in female form or male form in this life, you carry both of those energies. This is the time to have them come together in union, to come together in harmony, to have that sacred union where we leave separation behind. That is part of the flow of this energy for June through these uh, portals of new beginnings. It's also a portal of coming back into union, into the I am consciousness, of leaving behind this illusion of separation that we are separate from God, we are separate from the divine, we are separate from our souls, and realize that that was really a lie. That was an illusion. And if we embrace that 
the divinity never left us, that the creator never left the creation, then we create a new beginning based on that foundation. So that master lover energy, if you look at a tarot deck, you can pull out the card for the master lovers. It represents that union. And as we come into union within ourselves, between our masculine and feminine aspects, our creative and manifesting aspects, we create a new foundation for the types of relationships that we draw into our life or to allow healing to occur in the relationships we have in our life that are male-female relationships. Because many of our um, conflicts in relationships come from the wounding within us between those male and female aspects. So this is a good time to work with um, inner work, going into meditation, and healing those things, bringing yourself back into a state of, of really high balance. And as we do that, we open up to be able to hold higher vibrations. So there's one of those days on June 5th, um, there's another on June 14th and also June 23rd. Uh, very powerful. We talked about those openings of the portals of new beginnings. We have one of those that was yesterday, June 3rd. Um, again on June 12th and June 21st and June 23rd. So on June 21st, that is on summer solstice. So what a perfect time at the height of the light to have this portal of new beginnings of the I am consciousness where we're really asking the mind to embrace the spirit um, and open to more of that light. It's a beautiful lead up to summer solstice. Ah, let's see. And then on June 6th and June 15th and June 24th, we have these um, vibrational codex days that are days to awaken. Um, They actually kind of go in, shake us up, shine that spotlight, and help us align to this transition to the cosmic consciousness. So um, big days, really going throughout June. So if we look at that and we say, how do we take the best advantage of it? Um, having as much time outside in nature is, is beneficial because with that budding energy, it reminds us constantly of new beginnings. See all the things that are growing and thriving around us and see yourself as one of those plants or one of those seeds in the field that's sprouting and reaching toward the sun. So that helps. Having some time in meditation outside, solar meditations would be very beneficial leading up to the summer solstice. And um, then I also wanted to point out on June 28th, it's our seed, it's one of our seed of God days. And this is a day that reminds us that we are made of the very fabric of light and love and truth. And as 
you look at the seeds out there growing in the fields or uh, anywhere <laughs> with all the with the rain that we've had, you see all these things thriving. You are like that seed that is planting this most beautiful future for yourself. So what are you going to pack into that seed for your month of June for this last few weeks that we have to work with the creative cycle? What do you want to create in your life? What do you want to create in this world? And then consciously on June 28th, maybe even do a little ceremony with yourself of planting consciously those seeds into the fertile ground of creation and really be nourishing those seed as you work through this time in June so that you're lined up for us to launch into the manifesting part of the year in July. So I did want to also remind people that on June 29th, um, Solazar will be conducting the quarterly preview at the Elks Club in Monterey. Um, so uh, he will be doing the Tarot, Joyce Day Muse will be doing the Astrology, and I'll be there doing the Numerology. It was a pretty rousing um, last three months that we had, so I'm excited uh, to see how the three disciplines come together as we launch into the manifesting cycle of this year. So uh, it certainly hasn't been um, without an awful lot of interesting fanfare, both in the heavens for the astrology as well as the numerology. So, uh, Solazar, I think those are the things that I had to share for June. Do you have any questions or or comments? Thank you, Kirilani, for sharing all that powerful information. For those who are interested, you can connect Kirilani through the link on the guest page of Good Vibrations Radio. Now, on Friday, March 30th, we held the quarterly preview with the astrology, numerology, and wisdom of the Tarot for April, May, and June. And at that time, I drew the Three of Rainbows as the card for June. And the title of that card is Guidance. This card reminds us that all the guidance we need is found within our intuitive self. Our inner guide, our Dharma, is our inner Buddha. Often we don't want to look inside and listen. We turn away and we doubt. This card says you can trust your inner guidance. And following your inner guide will make you feel more whole more integrated. Trust yourself. Avoid smothering what you've created with too much intention or too many restrictions or by imposing too many conditions. Since May was about patience, we want to carry that patience forward through June as we remember to trust and listen to your inner Buddha. This month is a time for deciding what is most important to you. You start by asking yourself, where do you put your power, outside or inside? Power that is put outside will be attacked, deflected, and ineffective. Power that is put inside is always available for our use externally but its base comes from the inside. 
Last Wednesday, we had our Gemini new moon at 12.40 p.m. Pacific time. Now, Gemini loves communication, probably too much. But because it's Gemini, it bounces back and forth on different sides, often struggling to make a decision. With the planetary aspects that touched the new moon last week, we may have felt a little uncertain. You might have been slightly disoriented. At the same time, you may have felt lighter in your mood and more effective in your communication. Right after the new moon, Venus, the goddess of love and harmony, moved into Leo, bringing a definite energy of mixing, mingling, and socializing. So you may have found yourself while disoriented <laughs> and maybe unclear, you might have found yourself with more of a desire and enjoyment being around people. It's the kickoff of the summer in advance of this week's summer solstice. Now, last Thursday, Venus in Leo squared Uranus and Taurus, and that energy forced us to seek what's authentic in your relationships and what authentic love really means to you. Those aspects pushed everyone to find the clarity of who they are and what they do. And today, Neptune stations retrograde. Neptune joins three other planets that are currently retrograde. Jupiter in Scorpio, which went retrograde March 8th. Saturn in Capricorn, which went retrograde April 7th. And Pluto in Capricorn, which went retrograde on April 22nd. And next week, Mars in Aquarius will go retrograde, but we'll get to that next week. So right now, Neptune in Pisces stations retrograde at 4.26 p.m. Pacific time, joining Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. Now, most people misunderstand retrogrades and retrograde energy. The energy, instead of being external, goes internal. The planet's energies is about our self-examination of those aspects and areas of our life. While Neptune goes through a retrograde period every year, many people don't feel its influence because the planet is so far from Earth. The impacts can be more subtle and less immediate. It's also possible that you may have missed previous Neptune retrogrades because you didn't know what to look for. You may be more prone to flights of fancy during this retrograde, especially since Neptune is in that dreamy, dreamy Pisces. Spending extra time in your mind with an internal examination may help you reconnect with your values and higher sense of purpose. As part of this retrograde, spend more time writing what you're feeling and less time texting tweeting, or being online. Nurture your inner self by being in touch with your inner feelings. This will also be a very creative and spiritual time. Keep a notepad handy or use your notepad on your phone. You never know what may inspire you while Neptune's got your imagination turned up a degree. There's a chance this period will be uncomfortable. Neptune retrogrades can make us more we're aware of our inner fears and anxieties. And as part of the review of the inner self, you may have to face your feelings of self-doubt or guilt or disillusionment. 
It's up to you to decide whether you resist or adapt to the effects of the Neptune retrograde. Now, if Neptune's inner pressure gets to you, find like-minded people at work, at the park, at your club, or wherever you can, your spiritual group. Find people that you can communicate with. You have the openness to express your feelings and how the retrograde is impacting you. Neptune will dissolve your current reality. It's a given. What you build from that is your choice. This is the opportunity to find new dimensions and new possibilities. Thursday, June 21st is the summer solstice. At 3.07 a.m. Pacific time, the sun enters Cancer. And at summer solstice, the sun has reached its highest point in the sky, making this the longest day of the year. And it's a time for great rejoicing. The solar god is now at the pinnacle of power, having grown to full maturity. He personifies the father and the king. And those archetypes embody the traditional masculine qualities of strength and energy. Meanwhile, the goddess, the full moon of summer, has reached a similar stage in her eternally shifting and returning cycle. She's the full moon of summer in all her glory, the fertile, fulsome mother goddess and queen. And the full moon in Capricorn will be Wednesday, June 27th next week at 9.52 p.m. Pacific time. This royal pair are perfectly expressed in the symbolism of the tarot as the emperor and the empress. The focus of the summer solstice is the embracing of the god-goddess divinity and expressing it to our fullest in the world. This is the time to ask, have I given it all I have to give? What am I holding back and why? The summer solstice is positioned between the transformational moon and the Christ moon, which makes this a perfect time to transform any doubts and fears that may be holding you back and allow your full radiance and Christ consciousness to be expressed in your full glory. The solstice is also a power portal of new beginnings. What you bring into it will influence your outcome. We're on the precipice of the manifesting portion of the year when all that we've been creating will be revealed. Clarify your definitely directed thought and open to the free-flowing energy of spirit. As we close, I want to once again share the anonymous poem from a power astrology. In the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. I realized through it all, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. No matter how hard the world pushes against you, within you, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. 
Whatever you give, do so from your heart. Open to your inner shaman. Practice being non-judgmental. Practice being in balance. And practice holding all your experiences as sacred. Do your daily practice of gratitude by saying, thank you for everything. I have no complaints whatsoever. Accept yourself fully. I accept and love myself unconditionally. Open yourself fully to love using this affirmation. I surrender all to love. Express and heal your self-love by doing Ho'oponopono. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. You are not a victim. You have a choice. Thank you for listening to Good Vibrations Radio. We'll talk again Monday, 5 to 6 p.m., when Joyce Day Muse from Pacific Astrology will share the celestial guidance for June and July in her Your Lucky Stars segment. Also, as a reminder, Friday, June 29th at the Monterey Elks Lodge, we will hold the quarterly preview for July, August, and September. Joyce Muse will share the astrological aspects. Kiralani will share the numerology and vibrational energy. And I will share the wisdom of the tarot. Admission is $10 at the door. The doors open at 7 p.m. The event begins at 7.30 and concludes by 9 p.m. You can find the event link and more information on the guest page of Good Vibrations Radio. Until next week, remember to turn the lead in your life into gold. Thank you for listening. Many blessings. Namaste. Oh.